This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. That's right here on this Wednesday morning. Let's talk a little Thunder basketball, shall we? Mark Rogers joins us now, sports host on WWLS out at Oak City. Hey, Mark, it's Mark Malusis, Andrew Bogish with you. Thanks for a couple minutes this morning. We certainly appreciate it. Absolutely. Uh, Mark, give us the feel of the Thunder fan right now with the, the dealing off of Paul George, the to a lesser extent training of Jeremy Grant, and then right now facing the uncertain future with Russell Westbrook. I don't think I've sensed the, the fans being as frustrated in quite a long time as they were at the end of the season. Uh, I think when they acquired Paul George, they thought they were going to compete for the Western Conference Championship or at least be there uh, possibly with Golden State, and it just hasn't worked. Um, they've been bounced from the first round. Uh, each of the last couple of seasons. And so I think that there was initial shock with the dealing of Paul George. But since then, I think people have kind of come to grips with the fact that this is the NBA. If you're a small market, you have to rebuild. Uh, and sometimes the only way you can rebuild is to just to accumulate picks and try to go through the draft. So uh, I, I think, again, people had higher expectations for this team, but it just hasn't developed. Mark, was there any inkling of, of any real issues between Russ and Paul George that would have led to Paul being eager to get out of OKC so quickly? No, and I, I really think that it happened so fast. And you know, all the talk about the Kawhi Leonard free agency was confusion. You had people following him back to Toronto with the helicopters, and, and no one really knew what was going on. And I think that was the case here, that no one knew – uh, that there was any chance that Paul George would go to the, the Clippers. We did dig up a soundbite from media day from a year ago where he had talked about Kawhi Leonard and he had become better friends with Kawhi. And um, one of the reasons he just didn't go home, the timing wasn't right for him. And uh, and so it was kind of a cryptic message at that time, but really no one had any idea that, that, that uh, Paul George would be anywhere but Oklahoma City next season. You know, Mark, now it's, it's the, the rush here and, and you know, Everyone believes – you believe Westbrook's going to get dealt here sooner rather than later, right? Absolutely. Yes, All right. No Wait, give us a little feel about Westbrook the player because there's a perception of Westbrook outside of Oklahoma City, and maybe that perception is differently on that team within Oak City. What's your, you know, what's your impression of Westbrook the player? Well, he is a polarizing player. I mean, he's a topic of sports radio in Oklahoma City every day. I mean, in the summer um, – He's not a ball movement guy. He's a ball dominant guy. Um, he takes questionable shots. He plays hard every night. Um, I think if you really look at him under a microscope, he's going to switch uh, and allow the big man Stephen Adams or whoever's on his team to to kind of flail away outside on a on a guard. That happened a lot in the playoff series to to Portland. Dame got hot because Adams was switched out on him a little bit, and then by the end of the series, Adams couldn't play. He was on the bench, um, and so. Exciting player, great player, um, maybe losing a step right now at this age. And so I think the perception of Oklahoma City is a little bit the perception around the rest of the league is, is about the same. What about him? I'm sorry. What about him as a teammate here, Mark? I think he's a great teammate. I don't think that I don't think he's a guy that's a bad teammate. I think that 
he comes across as, as uh, a little surly to the media, but that's not the way that he is to his teammate. I think if you run into him at Oklahoma City and he's not um, you know, in that competitive mode, he's a super guy, he's great with philanthropy. Um, so I don't think he's a bad teammate. I, I, would, I would believe what Paul George said about him as a teammate. Sometimes on the floor, though, he's a little bit difficult to deal with, as some other superstars are in the NBA. It's not like he's the only guy that's tough to, that's kind of selfish in, in a certain way uh, for himself. Is there any reason to think, Mark, that as he's getting older and he now, you know, maybe he's probably changing teams here, he senses that he's obviously closer to the end and the beginning of his career, that he might soften the way he is on the court to make wherever he ends up going, you know, make himself a better teammate on the court? I think that's a good question. The only thing that noticed a little bit last year is is his finishing at the rim. His dunks are down. Uh, his free throw percentage is down a little bit, and you know he's not the type. He's not a James Harden type of guy that's going to try to draw a foul when he goes into the lane. He's going to try to finish, um, no matter how acrobatic it might be. But he's got to do better with his free throw percentage. I think he's got to become a little bit more creative the older that he gets because he's not going to fly down the the lane and throw down on somebody at 32, 33 years old. You know, Mark, uh, you know, we we're discussing you know possible destinations for Westbrook yesterday, right here. Andrew and myself were. Um, Question I have for you is this: it, Presti, um, what Westbrook has provided for that franchise, is Presti going to do everything he can to put Westbrook in the situation he wants to be in, or is Presti going to do what he feels is best for the organization? I think he's going to do everything he can to help to help Russell get into a good situation. I really think that Miami offers a little bit for both. Uh, they can dump some contracts and get him back. I think the Knicks would be a it would be a destination that Russell might be interested in and playing in New York City since he's played in such a small market uh, his entire career. But there just aren't that many options out there. Uh, for example, I don't think they're going to send him to Detroit for Reggie Jackson. I mean, that's one deal that might work in terms of salary. He's in the last year of his contract. Um, I think that they'll be cognizant of Russell's, Russell's feelings. If he has to play in Oklahoma City next season, I, I think that that's a possibility. I know that he can't be moved to certain teams, say the Knicks, possibility would be maybe a trade in December, which is very odd in the NBA because if you know he's going to go someplace, there's two months of kind of being in limbo there. It's not good for anybody. So I, I think they'll try to do what's best for Russell. Mark, I, I guess you know the silver lining of the Paul George trade is all of these first-round picks coming back. We were discussing this more off the year yesterday than on it, but it, we're, I'm almost prepared to go, oh, that's all they got for Russ because the contract makes him so hard to move, so there's limited places where he can go. Are, are you expecting a significant return for him, or is the point of this deal just getting rid of his contract at this point? I think the point of the deal is, and the reason why Russell I don't think will bring that much is is when he's 35 years old, someone's going to pay him $47 million. Yeah, right. I mean, that's insane. So, and, and I think all the leverage that they had for Paul George included the fact that the Clippers knew hey, we're going to get Kawhi with this too if we can pull the trigger on this deal. So, no, Paul, uh, the, the comeback for Russell Westbrook is going to be shockingly the opposite way. I mean, it'll be expiring contracts, uh, possibly a pick in there. Um, so, you know, who knows? But in the Thunder's mind, they're going to get their first-round pick back next season if it's not in the top 20 or if it is in the top 20 from Philadelphia. So it behooves them to lose, uh, and I think you'll see them next season – It'll be pretty much tanking mode for Oklahoma City. Yeah, final mind. one, final one, Mark. Here we have about a minute left. Do Thunder fans still think back of what might have been with Westbrook, Durant, and Harden? 
every day, man. Hey, and I don't know. Hey, I have to tell people all the time, what would it look like if Russell Westbrook and James Harden played on the same team? I mean, that, it wouldn't be the way that it is now that you see it. But uh, I, they definitely made a mistake and, and kind of playing hardball with James Harden. They, they, they should have given him the maximum they could and, and then try to figure it out after that. And, you know, Kevin Durant, they're still upset about that. Yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. And now going into a, a different atmosphere, whenever he gets traded, uh, you know, that era comes to an end. It's going to be certainly Presti rebuild mode to see if he can build it back up again. Hey, Mark, we appreciate the time here and getting us up early on this Wednesday morning. All the best and continued success. We'll chat again soon, all right? All right, thank you, guys. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.